Nachos Amigos, and welcome back to Hallyujuku once again. Uh, I know you missed us. Uh, we were gone for a couple weeks. We, we call it our uh, our Festivus break? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. You know, it's like our, uh, we had a Hanukkah break, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like crazy nights. We, we spun our dreidels and we, we kind of uh, lost track of time or work and you know weird schedules. Other than that, um, yeah. besides the fact we are back to talk about East Asian pop culture. I'm Petey Rave. Hey, hello. And this is King Kaz. It's me. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. I'm I'm doing. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my microphone still. Stay. Stay. All right. Uh, we're here gathered to talk about East Asian pop culture. You're you're on the road. Traveling. On the road again. We're, we're, we're I don't think I can happen. sing any more of the words. Yeah. <laughs> we have copyright. Yeah. yeah, no. Uh, visiting some friends in the uh, place known as Indiana. Yeah. Um, having some fun. Probably going to go see Star Wars tomorrow. I'm not sure what we're going to do. Might do that. I have to be at work at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, because of a fucking home consult for my job. I'm going to be there till 11 p.m. Nice. Good shit. Woo. But you know what? That's, that's the negative. Now we're going to be the positive because we're talking about East Asian pop culture. We're talking about some fun stuff. We start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention. It's been about a minute. A lot of things mm-hmm. have happened. A fair amount of things have happened. Uh, the first big kind of release, uh, you know, th- there's this guy, uh, in, in, you know, in the Korean pop scene, uh, by the name of, of Sai. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, I am. He, 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 he had a new release. He did. He had a, a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Started <laughs> off with, uh, with, uh, the, I think most people agree is what you would call the the international one. Uh, the, or for the, what you would say is the better of the two that got released. <laughs> uh, which is, well, I mean, it, depending on kind of your perspective, but yeah. Um, is his song, Daddy, if I could finish. Daddy. Oh. God damn it. What the hell are you doing? There we go. Fucking OBS. Forgetting where to fucking put the thing. Uh, size daddy. Mm-hmm. Not uh, his actual feature. daddy. That's the name of the song. It's Psy. The song's called Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is uh featuring CL of Twenty One, and CL of Twenty One. Okay. I know, I know. Uh, they still got to keep up. Yeah. Keep up appearances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, featuring CL. And it's 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 Psy back to form. I think for a lot of people that that especially have been following him for a long time, this is definitely Psy true to form. Definitely his sound, and this is a quality release. Like it is just fun. The song is great. It's super yeah. catchy. The dance is great. Like you get some, you get the the the, the cameo appearances in the video. You know, you got yep. Yuhi Yol. Gotta get those beginning. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yuyel in the beginning, Kajiwan right there, as you can see, uh, and a couple more, I, I believe, if I, if I don't 
there, there's a lot in here. Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it is just a quality release. Like, how was your reaction to to this track? Um, it was. It had a lot of hype around it before I had even gotten around to it yet. So, um. I, I kind of anticipated to not like it as much as I ended up liking it with with all the hype around it. I was just figuring it was going to end up being like, oh, yeah, it's a, it, everybody's kind of hyped about the new sidetrack because everybody always gets hyped about the new sidetrack. Yeah. And then it ends up being a little bit lackluster. But this one was right on point. I think this one was what we had been wanting yeah. since Gungam Style. Yeah, and it has a lot of great things going for it. It has a lot of the great humor. The dance is great. I do enjoy, uh, for those that you know caught it, I do enjoy the one of the dances calls back to Morris Day in the time, the the shuffle back and forth to left and right. Mm-hmm. Feet. A little bit of Morris Day in the time action going there, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, God, it's just a fun track, and it works so well, and the, and the videos is just bright on point. Uh, CL barely is in it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a, she. She does her job. It's weird that she has she gets a full featured credit and needs to be in this song or video for what she sings. <laughs> but we both understand why. Yeah, I mean it's politics of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're trying to make sure CL is out there in the forefront of everything that is YG and everything that is K-pop, so that when they start trying to push her in america more everybody's like oh yeah cl yeah the the k-pop darling because that's not what she is right now so they have to make her that yeah uh and it's like all right well i have this I'm, i need a female vocal it's like you know it's like came in it's like i just need a female vocalist to kind of do this like one line it's like you get that body from just get one of the, the you know the trainees or something it's like no why she's like no yeah cl Okay. Sure. It's not much of a slang, but you know. And give her a full feature credit. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Alright, fine. <laughs> fine. I like her enough, you know, I'll let her be in the video even. Whatever. Uh okay. but she's not even really in the video. She just like she like she came, showed up for an hour, filmed her part, and then left. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like even more of a of a mo it's even more of a uh, minor appearance than the verbal Jensen that Taeyeon song. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, goddamn, I love that more state of time. Like, just... Uh, but yeah, that's Daddy. And I say, uh, now we get the other release. I think uh, people have kind of been, uh, what's you almost rightly say that one was the international release. It's like for everybody. This one is more the domestic release. The actual song that has the, the Korean title. Uh, mm-hmm. Napa Baji or Bell Bottoms. Uh, I actually, in some ways, I actually really like this one and a little bit even better than Daddy. Uh, personally, at least I did. Uh, right. It just has a lot of really going for it as far as the, the, the song, the song structure, and how catchy it is. Uh, it's, a, it's, again, another fun video. Really well done. Has its you know has those those sigh moments. Uh, fitting to the style of the the song, and it, it is de- it's definitely the the one for the domestic audience. Uh, you know, this is for for the Korean audience. Like this, 
Daddy was more for the international audience. It was, you know, at least like half English. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's half speaking. English. It's 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 seventy five percent English, and then there's some Korean words thrown yeah. in there, which is what Americans like. And then, <laughs> uh, but this one is full on Korean, and it, it's just it, you know, full on Korean. Uh, this this one uh, harkens to to Tiara's uh, classic uh, anthem "Roly Poly" with the dance move. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is you know it, it, nice and fitting, and it, it works really well, especially for kind of the disco style, the kind of the which works for the bell bottoms. Uh, I, I like I said, I, I like this, and a couple other people have liked this a little bit better than than Daddy. Uh, I know you're more on the the Daddy side, but how did you feel about the song? I mean, I still like this one. I'm not. I wasn't saying like this one was bad. I just thought Daddy was the one that had more work put into it definitely like because like you said it's it's that's the one for the wider audience you know which uh this is kind of the one that that you kind of you're like uh people are gonna like this one but you know daddy's the one that's like all right we really gotta really lock this in and, and figure this one out uh but then this one still has throws to like you know things that the international audience will get like the bit before the what you're showing what you're showing right now where the nighttime TV shows and yeah. stuff, you know, from him coming to America and doing the, the TV circuit yeah. for, you know, for, for, for all of this stuff. And we got the, the, the David Letterman look like there kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> except blonder, but you know, uh, yeah, it, it's a fun stuff. You know, it's good to see side by a true to form. Good to see side side back on top. Kind of, my my new favorite thing though um as we we like kind of grow in our k-pop fandom is seeing white people in k-pop videos and trying to figure out if they know what's going on <laughs> uh you know because because it's like you gauge it uh and it's like the level of knowing what's going on you know it's like uh it, the baseline for knowing a- absolutely nothing that was going on, uh, though he's not white, it's the black dude in that One Punch video. Start, <laughs> you know, that's 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 starting from there to I don't know where you would put it, but like uh, probably the that that the the dude with the tattoos that was in the AOA video because he's on like Korean entertainment television all the time, so he knew absolutely absolutely what was going on. But right. I think there's there's your your spectrum. <laughs> black dude in the one punch video to to th- that dude and i think there's like the, the robin guy you know whoever is on in uh, un, uh non-summit you know <laughs> that's your spectrum right because then like like and then i'll go over this when we when we get to my stuff in a minute but there's just sometimes especially when they go to other countries and film a video yeah. and you just have like models in the in the video and they're just kind of like yeah i'm here to look good but i'm like honey you don't even you just know you're getting paid after this that's all you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh, man. uh but speaking of you know getting into what your stuff uh yeah. in your list I, there's a couple songs i i put in <laughs> for you yeah, yeah even though you hadn't gotten a chance to check out before today but there are a couple of cool songs. Uh, what caught your attention? What did I so, uh, talk about? What you're making me talk about is uh, if Ziko can pronounce that word. That's the game we're playing today. Yes. Is if Ziko <laughs> can pronounce the name like, of his song. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the first one up is Eureka. 
let's let's all take a moment and understand that it's pronounced Eureka. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this is a song featuring the great Zion T and uh, Zyko, which not a bad song. Not a bad song at all. A pretty good, good song. Um, I I wish it was maybe more Zion T and less uh, Zyko, but nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, still a really good song. Um, I, I enjoyed it. But like I said, I enjoyed the the Zion T parts way more than the Zico parts, and then it it also just took me out because he couldn't pronounce Eureka. <laughs> um, yeah, they had a really cool instrumental. I I I I didn't mind Zico's parts. I love Zion T. Like uh, I think it worked well together. Uh, homeboy can't play pronounce Eureka. Uh, I, I don't understand this. Eureka. I think it's a it's like a. I think it's a thing with this album or this this like mixtape or the CP or whatever because you know as we're going to talk about it soon. Um, I will say I need to find out who that model is at the beginning. Like this, this is some information I need to know for research. I need to know who that girl that walked in, they zoomed in on her, on her, uh, on her, uh, uh, on her person. On her tits. They did it. They zoomed in on her tits. Yeah, yeah. Just admit it. Let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I'm I'm gonna need to know who she is. I'm gonna need to like maybe find out her Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need that information. If somebody can give me that information. That would be wonderful. Uh but yeah, this is a, this is a cool track, and and I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I jammed out to it. This is the the horns, the sax, the sexy sax. Uh, oh yeah, no. Like like the, like you said, the instrumental is really good. Zion T is always a great person to have, you know, on your track just to help back you up because he's just so good at what he does. Um, his voice is just so 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 beautiful. But I swear to God, the thing that took me out as soon as I got into the song was, Urka. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Is that, <laughs> like, what did you just say to me, Zico? <laughs> are, are you okay, Zico? Are you okay? Are, do, do you, are you having a seizure? Like, are, are, do you need do you need like a tongue depressor to bite down on? Are you, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But moving on to the next track. Speaking of the Zico, next track, uh, yeah. So this one is uh, Veni Vidi Vici uh, <laughs> by Zico featuring DJ Wingun. Yeah, we gun. I'll go with we gun. Uh, it's somebody that hangs out with with Zico, so it's we gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, this song I I kind of liked better than uh, Eureka, um, and I like the style of the video. But this does take me into the. Yeah. This is full of a bunch of you know American and European models that probably have no idea who Zico is. Yeah, yeah it's something that that uh, a. IATF Aiden Nogi pointed out that it's like the the parts where it's like the, the girls sitting there looking hot and like him like standing with them just kind of seemed out of place when like so much of the rest of the video you know where it's just him the camera and just good scenery yeah perfect yes 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 I will I will wholeheartedly agree with that like these little parts right here like him with his little M&M t-shirt trying to look like hood 
I love so much more and him out in the desert and like all those things. I, re- I if that if the video was just that, it would it would be such a plus for me. But then when you throw in that standard hip hop video with him in the styrofoam cup and the girls like grills in his mouth, like like him just like walking with a purpose somewhere. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like like you can see it's just like him walking. Rapping, yeah. telling his story while he while he's you know it, it, it seems to have momentum and and a, like like a a purpose and like a a drive to it. And then it's like okay, now you're just being yellow swag. Yeah, and it just it just doesn't fit with like the sound of the song to have that scene in there, like. Um, because it's a it's a really good song, I think. I'm, I'm actually I actually enjoyed it. I wanted to make fun of him for wearing the Kiss shirt and the Eminem shirt, but like the song saved me saved him from that. But the the random girls for no what seems no reason just like automatically took me out more than the Kiss T shirt did. Yeah, uh, I do like the, that. Uh, something else that ITFB pointed out that it's uh, he does a good job of like in the song. Pointing out, like, telling the story of why he can ride the line between, like, two aspects of, like, his career. And, like, like, like it's not just bragging, but, like, he constructs it, like, this is mm-hmm. the path that I made in my career. And this is why, you know, I am who I am. And, like, you know, this is the level I'm at. Like, I, I don't, I didn't sign a, a bullshit contract just so I can get quick money for, for bling and, and bullshit. Mm-hmm. I constructed, you know, I created my own career, I crafted my own path. You know, it's like it's really cool. Yeah, I, I, like I, I re- that's why I said like the whole idea of the video being him walking with a purpose while telling this very well crafted story is so much better than the random YOLO swag that that they throw in here that then just doesn't fit. You know, yeah. like. It just doesn't fit, like, with the overall appeal of the song to me. Like, yeah. it just, it takes me away from it. Like, the song itself is really powerful and really good. But you had those random, as you called it, YOLO swag moments. And then I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> wait, wait. Like, did you did you have a good director and you needed some more scenes? So you gave a camera to Jay Park and you were like, just give me whatever you got. <laughs> Jay Park's like, all right, I got you. It's like, like, let's go. I'm gonna go hire some models. We're gonna we're gonna get swagged up, and you're like, uh, you, you know, Jay Park, I don't think this fits with the rest of my video. And he's like, No, don't worry, nope. I'm gonna make it fit. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, All right, uh, yeah. Uh, well, last but yeah. not least. Oh, last but well, you know what? I'm not even gonna say last but not least. This is this is I should have put this first because this is really really good, and this has made me love her so much more. Um. Choa from AOA put out a song called Flame, and I thought it was going to be kind of a, you know, I thought it was going to be Blank Girl from Blank Group put out a song, you know, Um, which we've gotten a lot of this year. Uh, Some good, some bad. But this one was really, really good. This one, I've really enjoyed it, and I've really enjoyed like I, I I have heard people sing the praises of Choa and her sing her actual singing ability outside of being in a K-pop group, which you know varies. <laughs> like like you have girls in K-pop groups who can sing, you have girls in K-pop groups who can't sing, um, and and sometimes you 
end up with a weird mix. Um, I mean, it's under, which is understandable because you know, baseball teams, you have guys that can hit, guys mm-hmm. who can catch, guys who can. And guys who, for some reason, are there, and you're not sure why they're there. They haven't had a good year in the last three years, but your team picked them up anyway, and you're like, I, why? <laughs> you're just spending money now. You just, I don't understand Dan, why you're spending uh, money. Yeah. But uh, back to Choa. <laughs> um, no, so this song is really, really good. I enjoyed the fuck out of this. Yeah. Uh, she can sing. This is a cool, like, yep. and it's a, it's a remake, too. It's a part of, like, a whole remake project that I, I saw. I, I comment... I'd seen it before, and it's like it's a, a song that originally came out like six uh, or something that originally mm-hmm. featured Gary rapping, mm-hmm. uh, but they kind of changed it to more of like having a melody rather than a rap, which is interesting. Even 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 the way it is now, thinking about Gary being on a song like this, like even if they if they kept that in, it would still fit so well because it's fucking Gary. And he's just good at whatever the fuck he does. Like he's just so so genius. Yeah, uh, but yeah Cho is fantastic. Like she her her track on on Primary's album is. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it when it came, when it came out, but like it's just fantastic. Like it's just a really like just again, it's this really cool song that's like this random like dub reggae song in the middle of this like chill hip hop producer producer record. Uh, but it just works so well, especially like her, with her voice. She just has yeah. an interesting, cool voice. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. She has her, her voice is just really, really good, and she's just and and it's it's that thing that we talk about, right? So, in even in that realm of having good singers and and not such great singers, you you still can end up with good singer who's good at. Uh, what we like to call verbal gymnastics and you're like oh you can do uh, good ch- pitch changes and good this and good that you know and then you kind of have people who just kind of just straight up sing and you're like holy shit like you were you were putting that song to work you know um and both are good singers in in right but it depends on what track you put them on you know what i'm saying like it, it depends on what track you put them on and i think choa works really well on these just Sing it, just sing it, just sing the the song, because that's what you're good at, kind of thing. Yeah, I checked her out. I, I, I've been, uh, I guess I, I can get into the the. Uh, I'll tie it into my what's new kind of transition over, because uh, I, I didn't even think about this. I've been I've checked out a couple episodes of UJ Sucks uh, Cable Project, uh, the Two You Project with Yuhi Yol, uh, composer member of of Toy. Uh, finding Sugar Man, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. It's uh, what it is is you heal, you J suck, uh, and like you know they, they assemble a team of producers and they uh, find uh, like one hit wonders, uh, Korean one hit wonders, and kind of you know see if people remember the song. They bring them on and they bring on artists to remake the song into kind of modern. They bring on like producers, like they've had like. Filter on there, Black Eyed Pilsung, uh, Sweet Tune. They, you know, they've had, uh, uh, I think they've had Brave Brothers on there. Uh, you know, they, they've had a couple producers, and they'll bring on one of them episodes had Cho on, and she was fantastic. Like she was, mm-hmm. and like she had, uh, you can like she sang it so well with like the the right tone and like having the right kind of a little bit of like. Creating her voice for like the song and 
it, it works well. I, I'd recommend people check out Finding Sugar Man if you can find the the, the subs, or at least find, check out the forums. It's, it's really cool. Uh, Jesse had a performance on there. Your uh, <laughs> Jesse, which goes back to like her ridiculousness with not becoming a rapper aside, she's actually a pretty good singer. I mean, <laughs> nobody gives a shit about her, which is why people decided to become a rapper, but she's actually a pretty good singer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Finding Sugar Man, uh, check out that show. But yeah, Cho was fantastic on that. Uh, other stuff that caught my attention... Uh, speaking of, I'm, I'm pretty rap star alumni. Uh, a couple of uh, tracks. One by uh, Fantastic uh, Cheetah. Yes. I, I think we, we've sung the praises of Cheetah. I really like Cheetah. Yeah, I like her persona and her personality. Like, she, she you, can, you can feel a genuine attitude that works really well from her. Uh, and you, yeah, you know where it comes from, like you know, uh, and I think that's true of both of the people I'm going to talk about. Uh, like you can you can feel that that attitude comes from a genuine chip on their shoulder. Like they, mm-hmm. they like they they, they 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 got some beef to talk about. You know, they got some shit to talk about. But yeah, Cheetah came out with Star Wars, uh, and this is the short version. When the cave released a short version of the video, apparently this is J-pop now. I don't know what's going on, but it's a full three, uh, some odd, you know, three minute somewhat uh, video. Uh, I mean, song, but they only have like a one and a, a one and a half minute video. But okay. yeah, uh, but yeah, it's Cheetah's Star Wars, uh, and it's actually really rad, and it's seemingly very specific about certain people. Like maybe you know, as somebody pointed out on Asian Junkie, maybe certain underwater individuals, you know, somebody, some sort of underwater squad, maybe, or at least in general, the the uh, the uh, trap copying, you know, Yolo swag crowd, because she very does it does a very good job at the beginning of the track, kind of copying that. It's just kind of like a it then starts to just like destroy it afterwards, uh, and kind of the imagery works really well. It, it just like seems very specific, and I like I like the the tone of it. I like the attitude of it. Like her her the way she expressed it, and the mm-hmm. the way she expressed those you know the, those thoughts, and like the, the lyrics work so well. And like uh, and it just seemed like it was genuine. Like like she has. Cheetah has this kind of like this like feel to like how she emotes and expresses and like how she looks and like you see that 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 calm anger thing. I don't I don't know how to express it. It's just so Yeah, no. She like this is the thing I respect about her, right? Like you can feel the like you know how we talked about um or how I talked about um some some people in Korean hip hop, you feel the the like you said the you feel it from them. You feel them being genuine, like you feel them really, really, really being dedicated to the art form of hip hop, right? Um, and there's very few people that we actually say I we feel that about. Uh, and Cheetah is one of those people. I really feel that 
genuine love of hip hop from her. Like, and when you have that genuine feel to you, you're not scared to go at other people. You're not scared to make a reference to something that then will be interpreted as like you going at them because you'll be like, you know what? I could go at them if I really wanted to. Like, I have no problem with it. Like I'll, I'll go at them, you know? Um, and there's very few people you really get that from, you know? It, it works so well, and I, I, I'm looking forward to to more of this. I think, as much as I liked uh, my number, it, it was a fun track. It was not quite what I think Cheetah. It, it's not her strong suit. It's not where she. It's where she would be best, you know, fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a fun uh, track, but I think Cheetah, when she's you know on a track. Just being honest, unmerciful about, you know, like either people or her life or, you know, just in general, like, like the, like a, uh, the great track on the freaking compilation, uh, which I think it's like called Coma, uh, that, that just straight up is partly about her car accident that turned, you know, made it so that she decides instead of being a singer to be a rapper, like, the big moment in her life is just you, you feel that that genuine intensity and i think when she this is more true to form for her and I, i'm looking forward to her doing more of this uh and the whole visuals were fantastic too in the video uh, but speaking of uh people with a chip on their shoulder uh <laughs> the fantastic yezi the the breakout star of uh um pretty rap star 2 uh I think the person that really truly shined uh, it, without having to imitate a legendary rapper from from, uh, from another country or from, you know, that's made, made a name in your country and basically without being a fake ass bitch like Trudy, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, uh, Yezzy uh, released the kind of the, the official kind of pre-release track of the official kind of full version of of her well-received re- you know, track from uh, her performances on uh, pre-raps are Crazy Dog, this time with uh, Sani kind of playing the, the hype man and then contributing a verse in the track. Um, mm-hmm. There's no music video, but there's a cool like cut on 1DK. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's censored, but okay whatever um but you know it's it's there you can watch yeah. the rap uh but either way it's it's on on music stores it's on itunes you can get get the full the, the full version of crazy dog it's a it's a cool track it's a good track i, I didn't get to hear about this track because i kind of avoided on pretty rap star too <laughs> um but I'm, I'm and which makes me sad now because this is a really good song and i'm really really enjoying yezzy um and then I'm, in, I'm enjoying her her swag, as we'll call it, because uh, she's she's just I don't know she's really cool and like she feels fun, like her music feels really fun. Yeah, like she and then like her she's like there's fun there's like fun moments like the the only things I've watched of uh, Pretty Rap Star are been like maybe a couple of uh, battles and. There's a there's a battle between her and Sua, uh, Moon Sua, one of the other contestants, uh, where 
She does her thing. The other, you know, Sua starts doing her thing. Starts, uh, and let me actually pull it up. Starts her line, forgets her line, and is unable to continue. And as soon as, like, she falters and, uh, and is unable to keep going, uh, Yezzy immediately gets right in her face, like, huh? What? Are you, are you, are you, are you, what's going on? Are you, are you okay? Are you, you, you forget your lines? Like, <laughs> like she doesn't say anything. She just gets in her face. Like, and, and she does her thing. She, she, Sue does her thing. Yezzy does her thing, annihilates her verbally. Uh, does a fantastic job kind of dressing her up and down, calling, you know, calling out her, the YG basement because she's a YG trainee. She mm-hmm. gets, she's intense. And then this is a, Sua gets in there, starts off, and then you can see her forget her looks, and he has it right in her face, like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, what's going on? Oh, oh, it's like, yeah, this is amazing. And they put it on Reddit, and somebody, uh, you know, he, he put a subreddit that applies. Somebody linked uh, watch people die. Or <laughs> like, watch people die. This is like, it's like, uh, she's just kind of. And it was, it was just a fantastic moment. Uh, and just, yes, it was part of those fantastic moments. It was just so, so, so many cool things. Uh, it's all I really care about of I'm Pretty Rap Star too. So now I don't really ever, ever need to watch the show. Because I got nope. these couple yeah. of rap battles. <laughs> you just, that's, you know what? Now this is the reason that I like, uh, that they, that uh, Mnet puts everything, puts all the clips on the internet. Like for Show Me the Money, I was like, no, I want to watch it as the show goes. But for I'm Pretty Rap Star, I'm like, oh, thank you. You gave me all the pieces that I cared about because I don't want to watch your actual show. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mnet. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's also available with English subs. Uh, I should put it in the show notes. Uh, I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, another track. Uh, yeah. Of, again, more. I'm pre- I just realized I'm pretty rap star too. I, I forget that she was a part of it, but Hyorin. Hyorin. Who I mostly know of, obviously, being Sis Star. But she was also on I'm pretty rap star too, which is still crazy and doesn't make sense. Uh, Hyorin with uh, greatest guest rapper of all time, or greatest guest you know, singer. Uh, in hip hop of all time, Bumkey, uh, along with Ju Young, also the Starship, uh, all the roster, uh, with the track Love Line. Mm-hmm. And this is a really cool track. Like, this is the vocal strength of all of these three people. This is something, yeah. you know, like the vocal smoothness, uh, but without ever getting boring in any way. It's just a really cool, like, smooth track but that still had a, a, an energy to it uh and it's just it's just a good rhythm to it good r&b feel to it uh this is a really cool track what do you think Kaz? i know i really enjoyed it like i i i didn't know it was gonna be i don't know i didn't know it was gonna be that well put together so i, I really enjoyed the fuck out of it like and i love bunky bunky especially i really 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 like yeah. um he's just his fucking vocals are so smooth and so just silky and enjoyable and but it just overall like you said like these three people together on one track just 
it was really, really fun and enjoyable just to listen to. This is like my nice little now chill song. Like, oh man, I need to chill out. I'm going to put this on in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, so cool. And the audience is fantastic. She's, she's gorgeous and she sings so fantastically. Like, uh, she just has a really good voice. Like, uh, I just love, like, I, love, I want to hear her do more like, solo stuff maybe like i know she had a couple of solo releases and they were they were okay but i think if she does like a solo album that's more of like this mm -hmm. like smooth like where her vocals are the strength and what carries it uh it would be fantastic uh yeah yodin bumpkey glad he's free mm -hmm. my boy innocent till proven guilty yep stand by Bumpy, get you back. Uh, yeah, Starship doing some good things. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's pretty much all to say about that track. Uh, lastly, just to kind of bring the last track. Uh, speaking of fantastic and fantastically funny uh, veterans of the K Korean music scene, uh, I couldn't go. I couldn't let this song go by. Uh, we talked earlier about the the the. The man behind Gangnam Style. Now we're talking about the group behind Itaewon Freedom. Yes. Talk about UV and their new track, Chogegui, or Grilled Shellfish. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> this is, or Roasted Clam, as uh, it translates on there. Uh, this is a fun song and fun video. I, yeah. I, I, have, I have yet to find the lyrics. But I'm sure they're fantastically funny. I know at some point he basically just says, Ajuma, roasted clam, and a bottle of soju, please. And that's one of the lyrics. I know that. I know this little, that little bit of Korean. But it, it's like, it, it, you know that these funny moments are here. You know like the funny video, and you know that the lyrics are going to be silly. But at the end of the day, it was a it's a really well-made song. Yeah, and the melody is good, and they sing really good. And like, I don't know, what, what did you think, Kaz? I like, so I went into it, and I kind of watched it, and I was like, uh, it's just a kind of a silly video. And then I like, I went back, and I like, le like legit listened to it, and I wasn't looking at it, and I was like, holy shit, this is just like a straight up, just like nice little ballad track, <laughs> like, you know, because like once I wasn't like. Yeah. looking at it and and paying attention to like the little funny bits and like once again having these these probably russian models in here who are yeah. just like <laughs> like what's going on um <laughs> but we're getting paid right <laughs> like yeah. um you know once i got past that part i was just like oh you know what like this is just a really well sung fucking ballad song like holy shit like like I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, this, this is really well done. And UV has always been fantastic. Like they, they're talented musicians. Uh, I mean, especially uh, Musi, who you know, uh, he's a fantastic you know, DJ and, and musician, and they they're good at what they do. Uh, damn, I'm trying to find. All right, I can't find it. I mean, there's articles, but, uh, but yeah. also now I want seafood. <laughs> it's like oysters and clams yeah. uh, you know and now what we want to do because that's going to be part of when we when again the plan when the both of us 
go to Korea. That's part of the plan. We're going to go to a cart bar where they sell seafood. We're going to have like seafood and soju out in the open. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's September, so it's probably going to be. Oh, no, it's probably. If we do it like September, it's not going to be cold. It's probably not going to be too hot. Yeah, we'll see. Know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, it, it'll be a beautiful moment. We'll have some seafood, we'll have some soju, you know, the night sky, you know, just hanging out, you know, with the Ajuma, just going, Ajuma, soju, soju, Uh Yeah, that being said, you'd be a fantastic track. Uh, yeah. That is the end of what's new for us, what's caught our attention these past couple of weeks. We're going to transition over to our headlines now. So I don't know where they are. I'm not in my normal studio. They're there. Here. I don't know. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, over to our headlines. Headlines. We're talking about some topical topics and uh, things that are going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Yeah. What do we got this week? Um, All right. So. (laughs) We got a text message. Uh, So, uh, remember Black Nuts uh, 100? Yes. One of my favorite songs by Black Nut. One of my favorite songs. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't checked out the song, because I kind of want people to be surprised of the, why the song is called 100, spoiler alert, go check it out before you, you continue to listen to the rest of this. And it's a really good song. We talked about, I brought the show on the song uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, like, like a month or so. Yeah. A um, couple years. Yeah, it came out. It came out a few years ago or whatever, and I brought it up because we were in the process of talking about "Show Me the Money," and it was one of the songs that Black Nut is really, really famous for, which is "One Hundred. So, yeah. and, uh, uh, for those that don't know, "One Hundred, It's called "One Hundred because uh, after telling Genius Nose Chong to shut up because he doesn't need a hook on his song, he proceeds to say "Black Nut" verses, and then he lists a hundred. Uh, Know, notable names in the world, you know, in, in Korean hip hop, uh, various levels of notoriety. Now, if you remember, if you listen to the song just now or before, you will know that in the in that list, he makes a point of saying, "I'll exclude DOC because they know how to street fight." <laughs> and it's a random line. You know, we we're talking about DJ DOC, the group. Yeah. Wonder like okay, that that's you know okay, uh. But now we find out DJ DLC's Kim Jong Kim Chang Hyul maybe showed why Black Note avoided dissing him. <laughs> uh, damn, I'm gonna have to fix another thing. But DJ DLC, of course, is a group, uh, well known in in Korean, uh, music history. I mean, the the world of Korean music. You know, long-time veteran. It's been around for a while in, you know, hip-hop. Uh, 
Black Note's not famous 100 diss track where he calls out basically every semi relevant rapper. He makes a point of avoiding dissing, D- dissing D-O- DJ DOC because they're street fighters. Well, it's never been more appropriate than now as DJ DOC's Kim Chang Riel is accused of beating an artist under his company, ENC 102, and stealing his wages. Uh, on December 1st, it was reported by a news outlet that, according to a Seoul Kwangjin police station report, someone by the name of Kim, age 21, from entertainment agency A said, I was slapped across the face several times by Kim Chang-hyeol and my salary was stolen by him. According to the report, back in November 2012 at a Korean barbecue place, Kim Chang-hyeol told Kim, you have celebrity disease and slapped him several times along with abusive language. He also took the bank book and bank cards owned by three of the former Wonder Boys members. Uh, he stored it for himself. And during the span of three months, he took 30 million won, or you know, 25 grand. Uh, for his part, Kim Chang-ryeol and ENT 102 are denying everything. His company side uh, told the news outlet, we can guess as to why this kind of news came out, but assault does not make any sense. We will continue with this through the law. Basically, right, so yeah. w- before you go into more of this, right, I, I want to say they did the right thing. They came out. Well, not the right thing. They did the media thing. You get ahead of it and you deny it, right? So you, 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 you have these, these things come out about you, deny it, right? But the thing they said was, we kind of know why this news came out, but assault, that makes no sense. (laughs) The robbery part, yeah, no, we stole their money. (laughs) What? Like, the the way the the wording of that is so weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would assume they would say, like, that is not uh, that is not conducive of how we would how our relationship with our artist is. Or they would say something like, you know, like uh, these these are really falsified accusations by by people who don't understand how the Korean entertainment music industry works. You know, you like any of these other things that every other. Korean music entertainment industry has said, you would think they would just follow that script. No, they say assault. No, like I didn't assault them. I mean, we took. I mean, like I hit them, but that's not assault. <laughs> You're like, no, that's the clear definition of assault. You're like, what? Yeah. Oh wait, what? Really? Oh, okay. Then I assaulted them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those things where it's like if you, if you watch enough TV shows and watch enough movies, you realize that maybe the, the the occasional slap is a little bit more accepted uh, situations. But now, find back. Uh, I mean, there's there's uh, uh, speculations that it's a specific member of Wonder Boys, uh, the group that disbanded earlier this year. Uh, I mean, there's not much to it, obviously. This is all allegations. These are all accusations. No, you know, we don't know anything as fact. You know, innocence proved till proven guilty. But really, what matters is maybe Black Nut was onto something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, Black Nut is a true genius of Korean hip hop. I mean, he, he's usually he's right on the ball, uh, and and I'm and we're, we're glad to have him. Yes. Yeah, no, I love I, like it, it. It it does make it funnier because of the black knot line of saying like I ain't gonna mess with them because they know how to street fight. Like, um, and I mean like a lot of the things Black Nut says in that song are just so on point. It's it's such it is such a well crafted fucking dish record. Like even though he is 
it's essentially overboard, you know? Yeah. But even in its overboardness of, of saying, I'm going at 100 rappers, yeah. he even takes this moment of saying other people that are then not those 100 rappers, like the, D- the DJ DLC, the, uh, like line, it's still in essentially kind of a diss. And then it's a diss to the, to the other people that he doesn't mention. Like you have these 100 people that he specifically mentions, but then like it's such, it's so fucking genius. It's so genius. I also love on some on one of the comments because uh, uh, one of the lines is that he says a hundred hundred percent of Korean rappers are you know fake as hell and, and dumb and you know he says a hundred percent of Korean rappers this and the other thing and somebody in the comments says like if you talk about a hundred percent of rappers doesn't mean he doesn't he mean himself doesn't he mean ninety nine point something percent it's like no actually like not I'm pretty sure he included himself like he he'll diss himself like. <laughs> mm-hmm. He'll straight up call him straight up call himself a pussy. Like he'll diss himself, and that's part of like the whole thing. And it just works so well. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, because it, it, it brings you right to the end of the song where he's then like, "No, I'm joking. Stop. Yeah. Like, stop playing." Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Sure. Sure. Uh. But yes. That being said, moving on to the next headline. Uh, this is a mundane headline, but it, it's there's a lot of backstory to it. Uh, oh my girl was actually turned away for lying to customs about their trip. There was a, there was yes. a big so. I even brought this break. up. <laughs> yeah, I even brought this up on uh, on the the weekend podcast, DKG Welp, um, because it was just it, so at that moment when I brought it up, it was still a lot of like weirdness as to actually why they were turned away. Um, and then it went into a few different stretches yes. of rumors yes. and just weird hearsay. Yeah. So, Oh My Girl is a group, uh, I believe, under uh, WM Entertainment, same as uh, B1A4 or Balasa, as some people like to call them, uh, like me. Uh, were, we got Initially, we got a report of them be, being detained for 10 hours mm-hmm. uh, in customs. And then, like some other report being de- of them being detained for fifteen hours before they got to go come home. Then there was like mixed reports on like why. Uh, and then at some point, they you know they they uh, there, there was uh, accusations that maybe they were being detained because they thought they were sex workers. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like all right, and, but now we get to this part. And there was a lot of going back and forth and a lot of weirdness. We'll get to this part. American government officials clarified over the weekend that Oh My Girl was not detained at customs, nor were they ever suspected of being sex workers. Rather, the group just raised suspicions about the purpose of their trip with their costumes, and thus it was revealed that they didn't have the right visas. Right. Uh, the K-pop group was turned away at LAX this week, was, uh, uh, was denied entry because the members lied about the purpose of their trip, not because they were mistaken for sex workers as the performers have claimed. But the not the performance. The agency claimed that. So, not to say that. as a fi- an official with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, who asked his, his name not be used because he was not authorized to discuss the matter, said the eight-member girl group lied to customs officials and said they were traveling to the U.S. as tourists rather than for work. Officials denied them entry when it became clear from the contents of the luggage that they were here to perform, but did not have the required P1 performance visa. As somebody pointed out, basically. Instead of paying the $160 visa, they wanted to pay the $130 visa 
Mm-hmm. And, and they got denied entry to the country because they so, wanted to save 30 bucks ahead. So, Petey, of all the things, right? Now, let's say, let's say you're some, you're some middle, you're some middleman manager at a, at a, you know, a Korean entertainment uh, uh, industry. You know, you're, you're working in the Korean entertainment industry. You're, you're put in charge of this group who is in charge of these girls, and they tell you, hey. Cut costs where you can. And you're like, all right, all right. I got to get them into America to do a couple of photo shoots and a couple of performances. But they didn't give me enough for the proper visas. What is the lie you would then craft in your head to try to get uh, six girls and stylists and a bunch of costumes <laughs> and through American customs? Because then I'll tell you the actual lie they came up with. <laughs> um. I I don't know. Like you would say, you would say, uh, you would say, uh, we're here for a convention. I don't know mm-hmm. if they know what conventions yeah. are, and they're yeah. cosplayers. We're all friends. Yeah. We all cosplay together. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one. You want to know the one that they actually came up with? Yeah, that they were sisters. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah, that no, they were there for a family thing. Yeah. Which okay, so part of it was that, and and I think part of it is simply that they were keeping up the K-pop K. There, there was a little even confusion about that. Like they were keeping up the K-pop kayfabe of the groups are families, and they're you know there's there's unis and dumb saints, and they're they're sisters, and you know are the the agency is your extended family, and we're all in yeah. this together. Right. Uh, instead of just all being employees and working in a business mm-hmm. relationship. Because the the other reason they got caught, which was because they actually used the girls' paperwork. And in going through the paperwork, the customs people were like, well, they all have different surnames. Yeah. <laughs> well, what weird family is this with <laughs> girls with different age ranges that you're saying are related and all have different surnames? Yeah. <laughs> And sequence costumes. It's like, it's like, it's like, yeah. And then uh, the whole being detained for a certain amount of time, it, was, it wasn't true either because they were basically, the 15 hours, but basically they show up, get denied, and then have to wait, you know, 15 hours for the next flight back to yeah. Korea. This is basically what it was. Which, um, which the other thing is, there, there's also a rumor going around that the management are the people who put out the rumor about them being detained for being sex workers to try to get some kind of like, yeah. you know, the, the, Oh, feel bad for us kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which I would not put past the Korean entertainment industry at this point. Yeah. No, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, are the, 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 the journey you go through as a K-pop fan is like, it's like, uh, first, trepidatious, uh, cautious uh, uh, interest, precautious mm-hmm. curiosity. He's like, well, what? What is this? Okay, this is interesting. Who's going on here? And then you get to a, a stage where you start to think, wow, there's a lot of really talented people doing stuff over here, and they're, they're all pretty smart about what they do. They do business. I mean. You know, some of the questionable practices, but they're all pretty smart. And then you get to the next stage where you realize, oh, wait, no, this entire industry is run by idiots. <laughs> yeah. 
like, yep. Just like any other music industry, really. But yeah, like, uh, really, if you boil down to it, but you, it's one of those things like, oh, yeah, just like every other music industry, it's mostly run by idiots just looking at yep. their money, like, like any other country. Uh, you're just like us, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it's, it's dumb and it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's not like it's like. It's not like they don't. I mean, you think that they did. They weren't an agency that didn't actively uh, have a group that they regularly uh, took overseas for purposes like this. Mm-hmm. They have B one A four. Like it's not their first rodeo. No, like, they literally. I can point you to the exact music video that they recorded in L A. <laughs> Look, man, they, they're, they're like, look, man, we already paid that, that cost once. I don't want to pay it again. <laughs> like, come on. Just give me the regular visa. It's $30 cheaper. And, and, and in the span, it's all of $30. $30. I mean, understandably, it's $30 a head. Yes, it's $30. It's $30 per person. But it's $30. Like, oh well. <laughs> Speaking of a lot of girls, uh, this is an oh, article. No. AKB48 failed to sell a million in a week. Bring back the popular members. Uh, <laughs> so, this is an interesting thing. Like, this is just an interesting perspective to have. So, AKB's 48, uh, AKB48 strike. Streak, streak of selling a million copies of their single in the first week of its release was recently broken for the first time since mid 2011. That, of course, is unacceptable, especially with Nogisaka 46 under the same label gaining momentum and breathing down their neck. So, AKB 48 recently announced that former members Maeda Atsuko, Oshima Yuko, Shinoda Mariko, Itano Tomomi, and soon-to-be-graduating Takahashi Minami <laughs> will be returning for the next single. Uh, March 9th, AKB48 will release their yet-to-be-titled 43rd single. Today, the group held this year's edition of their annual event, AKB48 Kohaku Utagasen at Tokyo Dome City Hall. A special announcement was made at this event regarding for, to their upcoming single. It was announced that former members Atsuko the ladies I mentioned before will be returning for the group for the new yes. single. Soon to graduate member Minami Takahashi will also be participating <laughs> in the single, even though the group's single, which was released last week, Kuchibiru Ni uh, Be My Baby, was dubbed her graduation single. 100% not desperate. Nope. Can I say, hold on, all right, so, so let's go into this, right? Like, like, like let's dig into this. This is like, one, this is like when Vince McMahon brought back the NWO. <laughs> right, so one... These girls, these girls on this list, right? These girls on this list are the reason I fell in love with AKB48. Very specifically, that group of girls. Um, They're like your attitude era. Like, yes. Yes. Like, like those are, those are like, you know, when, like, say you got like a, a like anything and, you know, you shift people. Saturday Night Live, maybe, right? Yeah. And then you start to get that new cast and you're like, man. When Eddie Murphy was there, or like you know, like you start being that guy, right? And like as soon as as soon as 
uh, Atsuko left at, initially because she was always the lead. I was like, oh, man, bro, I don't know, man. And then one by one, everybody else left. And then, you know, as soon as Oshima Yuko left, that's when I threw my hands in the air. And I was like, I'm done. All right, on the later. Show too. <laughs> yeah. like, we, we announced, I announced it to you on the show, or you probably saw it earlier. And it's like, it's like, oh, devastation was yeah go back and watch those when it was uh well not watch because they were it was just audio only back then but go back and listen to his devastation early on on, on holly juku uh, the early episodes but then a couple weeks ago we did talk about takahashi finally being the last person of that original crew to to walk away she was like you know I'm done I'm putting it down i'm out of the game and now it's just like as soon as I step out, they pull me back in. <laughs> Cause I told you, I told you, there's no way she's gonna be gone. She's can't she can't. She can't go she can't walk away from it. And you were like, I don't know. It seems like it seems like it's finalized. Vindication. <laughs> sweet, sweet vindication. They they couldn't let her go so much. The 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 whirlwind of not letting her go brought other people back. <laughs> Like, it's just like, no, we can't let you go so much that we're going to send out more hooks and, and pull more people back. Uh, yeah, this is, this is fascinating. Uh, yeah, I love the, the last paragraph. Is like you would say, I mean, normally I wouldn't read a ton into it, but the timing of this seems to suggest that even the management sees the bubble's mortality now. And pulling out all the stops is pretty hilarious. Clawing yeah. to stay on the cliff. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, it, it is. I mean, it's it's hard to say. Like, you didn't sell a million records in one week. Desperate times. Yeah. <laughs> on anything, it's like, but then you realize, oh, that's the that's the that's the 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 curb uh, that we're talking about with AKB48. Like, it's like that's how that's the that's the the possibly the the early bell, the early warning signs for them. Uh, that maybe just maybe. Right. And they're not a they're not a wait and see kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of management place. They're just like, well, oh, I'm sorry, but we didn't we didn't meet our quota. Uh, all right, we'll fire everyone and bring back all the other girls. <laughs> demote all the demote them, demote them, <laughs> which they will do. Like like if if you bring back this core group and they and they do what is expected of them, everyone else will get demoted. Yeah. Like and it is it is serious when you get demoted. Yeah. It is serious. <laughs> What if uh, it doesn't succeed? Maybe. Just maybe. It's getting a little stale. Uh, I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, mean, it's created its own subculture where it's gotten to the point where, like, people who are fans of the other subgroups are, like, starting to push, like, oh, this subgroup should really be the main group, and AKB should now be a sub... You know, like, it, it it's created its own fucking thing that is... De- like, it's a dragon that is now devouring itself. <laughs> Snake eating its own tail. Or dragon mm-hmm. eating its own tail. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see. Yep. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but speaking of uh, big, gigantic... Uh, presences in the j-pop scene uh the last headline is the year-end arashi concert about to go high-tech with facial recognition for attendees uh rumors (laughs) are flying around that the japanese internet 
that facial recognition technology may be introduced at least partially at the Arashi concerts being held later this month. Getting your hands on a highly coveted concert ticket is difficult in any country, and Japan is no exception. I can get some, just some concert for you. You just have to pay a lot. Uh, mm. Now, word is that Johnny and Associates, an entertainment company behind uh, some of the most successful events in Japan, including Arashi and SMAP, SMAP, SMAP uh, may be using some form of facial recognition for the Arashi Live Tour 2015. Uh, just Hold on, we'll find out what, what, why they think that. Uh, Japanism concerts taking place at the Tokyo Dome on December 23rd, 24th, 26th, 27th. As fans entering the draw to purchase additional seats that have been made newly available will apparently be required to submit a photo of themselves. Um, <laughs> because of the group's enormous popularity, it's become common, common practice for Arashi concerts uh, organizers organizers to open up what would normally be equipment space to make additional suits available. Uh, but apparently, and, and just kind of summarize, the, the basically you're, you're going to have to put in your photos and people are speculating that they're going to use facial recognition mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, which, which, like, yes, you, you could go the, the, the crazy technology route or you could just do the straight up, oh, this is your ticket? All right. Uh, are you in the system? Let me see your ID. Looks the same, all right? Come on, because <laughs> that's facial recognition too. <laughs> yep. yes. The whole, yep, that's you. <laughs> probably be probably be more on that line, but it's fun yeah. to speculate. It's fun to speculate, yes, but it'll probably be more along the. Oh yeah, no, you're in here. Okay, have fun. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Uh, you know, you could, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe there's retinal scans. I don't know. You don't know. Hey, hey, you know what? We're wildly speculating. They're told you DNA testing. Yeah. They'll, uh, what else? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, they'll, 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 they'll have the body scanners. Like it's the airport and you just step in and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're allowed to be in this concert. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm okay if they, they, they end up pricking your finger. As long as they don't finger your prick. Uh, just to keep it there. Uh, but that being said, I don't know. It, 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 it's just fascinating. This is a big, you know, this is, this is the interesting aspect of, of all this. Uh, it's, it's cool that, that they do open up these extra seats. And, uh, yeah. Like, it's really cool. Like, like, the fact that it's like, all right, you know, everybody wants to be at these concerts. All right, let's move some things around. You know, just you have some space. I like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's like the, the 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 fun speculation that the people come out with off of the most basic stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tokyo Dome. You know who else is playing the Tokyo Dome next year? Fucking Baby Metal. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, AKB did the Tokyo Dome two years ago, I want to say. Yeah. It sold it out pretty well. But, uh, according, according to the, the, the people behind it, yes. not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> not good enough. 
Ah, uh, yes. Got to make that yakuza money. I mean, I mean entertainment money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. No, the entertainment industry is a clean place. Clean, mm-hmm. honest living. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl groups are just innocent girls who like to dance and sing for for the joy of of their 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 own family and fans. Yep. They are not at all sexual objects, or at all. No, not funding the Japanese mafia. Not even a little bit. Not like I don't even know why I brought that up. It's not even a thing. Wow, it just you know, it just kind of, it's kind of popped out. You know, yeah. We're not saying anything. Weird, weird speculation. It's like the facial recognition thing. I'm just speculating. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Just jokes. <laughs> Uh, yes. That's the final headline. Uh, that brings us to the, uh, the end of another fantastic episode of Holly Juku. Uh, mm-hmm. A little weird episode, but, you know, we're back. We're all loopy. We're all tired. We're still, we're still recovering. Uh, yeah. At least I know I am. Yeah. Still, uh, still in the midst of it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Kaz, what do you got going on? Um, if people want to go check something out, and I would love for them to go check something out, it would be sportsoddsandends.com, the new sports podcast by me and the great JVZ. Um, you can go to the website, sportsoddsandends.com, and uh, check out all the episodes that we have up so far. Had our first guest episode uh, with uh, the fun Drew uh, from Record Breakers and one uh, DJM, where we asked them about their... Uh, respective football teams and why they're so bad. <laughs> so we talked about the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions. Who I believe are both eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah. As well as uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. So so we went we went through the history of those two teams as well as football and some other cool things. That show will be up uh, relatively later this week. But there's some good episodes up there with just me and JVZ talking about the weirdness of sports. It's it's not your traditional sports radio because we we talk a little bit of everything and we talk the odds and ends of, of sports. Uh, so go check that out. Of course, me. I'm doing all of the things that PD Rave. Uh, keep an eye out for. Uh, for record breakers, keep an eye out for uh, now that DJM is back and settled uh, for the return of Fanny Pack. Just got to get yeah. started and get that ball rolling, get some things. Yeah. Planned, so look forward to that. Uh, uh, I know I am, uh, as you can see by my T-shirt. <laughs> I've got the <laughs> wrestling mood. Uh, but yeah, look out for that. PD Rave, Skin Cavs, shows Hali Juku, KpopPodcast.com, Rebelli TV on YouTube. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Like, subscribe, share. We're like this close to 100 subscribers on YouTube. I kind of want that as like my goal, at least for this mm-hmm. year. 100 yeah. subscribers. That would be awesome if I could end the year with 100 subscribers on YouTube. So let people know. If you're already a subscriber, let other people know that you can subscribe on YouTube. Uh, maybe, you know, seeing that. We're kind of getting getting the ball rolling for me to decide. Hey, let's put some more content out there other than just episodes. You know? Yeah, yeah. So do the thing. Go check it out. Uh, that's it Definitely. for us. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. I should have started the song sooner. Yeah, but it's fine. It's still fine. working it. We're, we're still we're still we're getting back into it. You know, the the bike's a little bit wobbly. You know. 
We'll fall, but we'll get back up. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? I do know. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>